was a mighty nation, blessed above all of creation. It was a rare and precious pearl, conceived in faith and liberty, home of the brave, land of the free. It was the envy of the world. But this shining city on a hill has turned from the Creator's will and let evil take control. Now the reckless men who lead them want to strip away their freedom and to steal their very soul. Now it's smoke and mirrors, switching bait, criticize and confiscate, and let the guilty walk away. In this once righteous, godly nation, in the halls of education, they forbid a child to pray. They say we need to spread the wealth. They pretend to guard the health of the feeble and the poor, while the hand they hold behind their backs confuses and conceals the fact that the wolf is at the door. There's an unseen hand that pulls the strings. Welcome to the Rugby Public, Dirty Uncle Sam. Radio broadcast on RBN. Tonight's a special night. We have Lori Anderson is going to be hosting uh, with her guest, uh, uh, Gary Gileno, uh, an Agenda 21 activist, one of the most premier Agenda 21 activists in the country. Uh, but before we do that, I want to introduce uh, our audience uh, to Pastor Rick Graybill, who's going to open up today's episode in prayer. Pastor? <laughs> I want to thank all of you, and I want to thank the Lord Jesus Christ and God for the way He's put us in this great country. I praise you for all these people that have become activists and become very strong and very active. Lord, I ask that you would lift up and give the people of our land the heart for them to become active people in standing up to all the corruption, the evils, and things that's going on. And I thank you, dear Lord, for each person that you put in our life and the way that you blessed us, letting us be with so many people that care about this country. Father, I thank you for the training that you've given to me as a veteran, also as being a pastor and a school teacher, and understanding it. And I pray for the man tonight with this Agenda 21, Lord. I ask that you'd give him the godly wisdom so that he'd be able to say those things that the people that are listening that don't understand how important this is, that they would take and learn the things that they need to learn accept those, and then become very, very active in what they're doing. I thank you, Lord, for the ones that brought us here tonight to be a part of this program. Now, I pray for Lori as she leads this, Lord. Father, I ask that you would take and just raise up all the patriots and all the people of this land and remember that we are the people and that we're actually in charge. And I pray, dear Lord, that you would take and forgive us the sins that we as a nation have done against you, God. And I pray that you turn our hearts back to you. I'm not praying so much, Lord, for the country because we need to pray for ourselves to get our lives right. And I thank you for those that have the right attitudes for this. Lord, I ask that you would protect them in a mighty way. And I ask that you would continue to bless this program, give godly wisdom, and let everything be done decently in order to please you. In Jesus Christ's name we pray. Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord to that. Amen. Amen. I tell you, I don't think it could be better than that. And uh, folks, you've just uh, met uh, a future guest that will be with us in the future. 
along with many other great patriots that uh, uh, that we're meeting with, I met with tonight. Uh, and on that, I want to I want to turn the show over to Lori Anderson and her guests. Uh, may all of you, God bless all of you out there, and I will be back shortly. Lori, the floor is yours. Well, thank you, Tom, and I love you all as well. And before I introduce our phenomenal guest, I want to explain to you this gentleman for a very long time has been fighting against UN Agenda 21, which is also known now as Agenda 2030. Um, this gentleman goes into the the commissioners' meetings. This gentleman has been very much in the fight in California. And if you don't or have never seen one of his YouTube videos, you need to follow him on YouTube. <clears throat> you can find him on YouTube at Grindall 61. It's G-R-I-N-D-A-L-L. 61 on YouTube, and I am very thankful that he has uh, agreed to do this interview with me, and I would ask that the producer please play that one video before I introduce him to your, to our audience. Video four, please. Good afternoon, unelected bureaucrats. I want to start off by saying that this secret meeting is illegal and unconstitutional. It's a secret meeting because of what we had to go through to get the information for this meeting and the fact that this meeting should be held in a stadium with 20,000 people. None of you should be here right now. You were elected to serve in your respected cities. You were not elected to go outside your cities and make policy that affects people who are not even aware of your existence. Because this is a joint cog, there are some of you who are outside your county right now and you think that's legal somehow. So my reason for being here is I want to talk about the toll lanes and what it is you guys are trying to do to us. You guys should actually sit down and read the EIR because it's quite frightening. On page 4-97, it says Caltrans and CHP are working with regional agencies to implement intelligent transportation systems to help manage the efficiency of the existing highway system. An intelligent system, do you know what that means? That means they want our highway system to be controlled by an artificially intelligent system. Now this next part, I need some clarification because I hope I'm misinterpreting this. On page 2-33, it says CHP enforcement areas be provided on I-10 at selected locations, including on-ramps and medians. Median lighting is proposed at CHP enforcement observation areas and is anticipated to be on 35-foot tall poles. 35-foot tall, 35-foot tall pole observation areas. Is that guard towers? So the CHP can watch us for our safety because that's how I read it. I would like to be corrected if I am wrong. Then, it is well known that you guys want to build miles of 16 to 18 foot tall walls along the freeway. So let's look at what's really going on. You want to put up giant walls, you want to have an AI system, and you want to have what sounds like 35 foot tall guard towers so CHP can watch us. It sounds to me like you're trying to build an outdoor prison in the Inland Empire. And the reason why I say all this is that it has been established that you guys want us out of our cars, yet you are widening the freeway. So what's really going on here? What is it you guys plan on doing to us that you think you need giant walls, watchtowers, and an AI system? All this crap that you guys are planning to do to us is predicated on the lie that we are going to have this explosion in population. 
All these consultants that you guys pay millions of dollars to, it is their job to regurgitate the same lies over and over again and tell you what you want to hear. Well, the other day, this article came out from the Washington Examiner. Baby bus 2015 had the lowest fertility rates ever, down 600,000 births, yet we are told we have to build toll lanes because of exploding population. We have to build apartments everywhere. We have to get out of our cars and we have to ride around in stupid bike lanes because of exploding population. Since we know the fertility rate is on the decline, I want to hear out of your mouths where these people are going to be coming from. Who are these people that are not here yet that are causing us to spend billions of dollars so that we can socially engineer society into Thank something you. that it is not? Who are these people? Stop the lies. Sir. Stop believing all your leftist consultants. They're telling you what you think you want to hear. Next. Thank you. Are there any other speakers? Yeah, I'll speak. I'll go ahead and close public comment then. No, I'm going, I'm going to speak. Okay, you can stop the video there. So I would like to introduce our audience to journalists and activists from Southern California. Gary Giuliano if I said that correctly, hopefully. And he is known as Grindall61 on YouTube. Welcome, uh, Gary, to the show. How are you doing today? I'm good, Laurie. How are you? I'm, I'm doing well. I've actually followed um, your videos for quite a long time because I also am an independent investigative journalist and I expose a lot on Agenda 21 on that end. So, um you get shared quite a bit off of a lot of to my followers. <laughs> so um, what I wanted to do, a lot of the individuals who do listen to our radio show are aware of UN Agenda 21. They're just starting to realize about how they switched it to, to 2030. And But what you have found is something that most people don't hear about unless they're really heavily involved in this activism. Can you explain to them what COG is and what SCAG is and and just how they're using those non-governmental entities to implement the international uh, agenda that's going on? Yeah, sure. Um, really quick, I just wanted a, just a technical thing. Uh, is this video and audio or just audio only? This is audio. Okay, and I just I wanted to ask because I have some visuals and I didn't want to hold them up and hold them up for no reason. Uh, anyway, uh, a couple things. Uh, agenda 21, uh, what it is, is it's the agenda for the 21st century brought down from the United Nations. And the easiest way for me to explain it is that it is the enforcement of the climate change agenda. So if you ever see someone on TV saying that, we have to fight climate change or we have to act now. What they are actually saying is to bring on the implementation of the Agenda 21 program, mm-hmm. even if even if they don't realize that's what they're asking for. And uh, unfortunately, it's actually worse than what you are saying because uh, Agenda 21 and, and, the, and the 2030 program are not AKA. They're not uh, one into the other. They're actually separate programs. So they're actually running simultaneously. So it's two programs. So the Agenda 21 program uh, obviously started back in the 90s, and uh, any time a local city or a county uh, implements climate change regulations, that is the Agenda 21 program. If a national federal government does it, 
That's the Agenda 2030 program. So when they announced the 2030 program, that was them saying that national governments were going to start carrying out these programs. So uh, I did a video on this recently. The example that I gave was uh, if tomorrow the Congress and the Senate, they pass a new law to ban all air conditioning nationwide, that'd be, mm-hmm. agenda, that'd be agenda 2030. If your local city does it, but the rest of the country still can have air conditioning, that's the Agenda 21 program. So they, okay. they're actually running simultaneous yeah like one didn't replace the other so it's actually uh it's so you could have it where your local city is doing this stuff and your national government but uh to answer what you were saying about the the cogs uh it's a pretty deep topic uh they actually are government agencies so uh it's not accurate that they're non-government so they actually are government Mm -hmm. and uh so the, the main one over here is called SCAG. Uh, that's the Southern California Association of Governments. Mm-hmm. They, they are what is called a Metropolitan Planning Organization or an MPO. And mm-hmm. I actually, um, when it comes to some of this stuff, uh, this real legal stuff, this is not really my expertise. Other people that I work with are much more into this. But I, I just found the definition of what that means and I just wrote it down. So I'll just read it. So an MPO is a federally mandated and federally funded transportation policymaking organization in the United States that is made up of representatives from local government and governmental transportation authorities. And uh, I want to stress that, you know, uh, a lot of my viewers, they make the mistake that uh, what I am showing in my videos is is unique to California Uh and, uh, some things are unique to California that I show, like the Jerry Brown drought, mm-hmm. uh, you know, like wildfires. You know, there's a lot of things that go on here that don't really go on el- elsewhere. But uh, I would say about 80% of what I show is happening everywhere. So, like, uh, sometimes I make these videos about SCAG, this Metropolitan Planning Agency, and people say, oh, I'm glad we don't have that over here. And I'm like, yeah, you do. Right. I mean, it says right in the definition, it's a federally mandated uh, organization. So, um, to give you an idea of how just bad this gets, uh, you know, I only learned about SCAG about 18 months ago. I had no idea it existed. And mm-hmm. they celebrated their 50-year anniversary last year. And so this year is their 51st year. So they've been around for over five decades. Mm-hmm. And uh, I, I can't speak for around the country how long they've been doing this for. But I know at least here it's been going on for 50 years. And uh, the Congress actually created a law that created all these agencies. And so uh, the way it works, and uh, we're going to talk about two of these agencies today, uh, but the main one, SCAG, the way it works basically to, to simplify it is you have a state-appointed staff. Mm-hmm. So if you ever go to a, to a city council meeting, you know they'll always say, oh, good evening, city council, good evening, staff, good evening, audience. Well, the staff for the city, th- those are your government employees basically that run the city. And, and they, they basically do everything. And then the city council, uh, they basically show up every two weeks or whenever their meetings are. And, and it's their job to basically approve whatever staff is put in front of them. Now, if you have a good council, uh, they'll reject some of the things that staff you know puts in front of them. Some councils never reject the staff. They always go along with whatever the staff tells them. Mm-hmm. So it's the same thing at this SCAG organization, this MPO they have their their big staff, and uh, that, that that like I said, that's state appointed, 
and they do all the work. And then uh, about once a month, every couple of weeks, uh, I don't really, I'm not, I'm not too plugged in on their meetings because they're in downtown LA and I don't really go down there much. Mm-hmm. And uh, the meetings are kind of pointless to go to, at least for this one or- entity. But uh, every month or so, they show up, they get a big, like, 500 to 1,000 page packet thrown in front of them that they're supposed to have looked over for, like, a week ahead of time, and they vote on it. And the people that vote on it, they are locally elected re- representatives. They're mayors, mm-hmm. they're, city, they're city council members, uh, they're county supervisors, or county commissioners, whatever they call it where you live. And uh, this big body of people, they basically sit around in a meeting that nobody knows about, that no one's ever heard of. And they have these meetings basically in the middle of the week in the morning. And like I said, this is downtown L.A., so mm-hmm. you try driving into downtown L.A. in the middle of the week on a morning. I mean, that's not it's not easy to do. And I, I did it. I went to one of their meetings once and we'll talk about that in a little bit. But it, it, and they basically make policy. So mm-hmm. uh, for for SCAG, they are uh, they have they claim jurisdiction over six counties in Southern California. So that's L.A. County, Orange County, San Bernardino Riverside, Imperial, and Ventura counties, and they say there's 18 million people in those six counties. So mm-hmm. this body that hardly anybody's ever heard of, that that meets basically in secret, they have jurisdiction over 18 million people. And so when they get this big packet to vote on, it'll it'll be policies for the whole six counties, mm-hmm. and, and and there's 191 cities in those six counties. So the biggest uh, the way, how would I say it? The biggest, uh, where I say like, you know, foul to these people is the fact that, uh, so I live in a city called West Covina Mm -hmm. and, uh, now at this present time, no one from West Covina sits on Skag, but if they did, uh, they would travel to Skag and they could then make basically a policy that affects someone in a city a hundred miles away. Mm-hmm. And, you know, if you live 100 miles away from my city, you probably don't know who my mayor is because that's just, just, just the way things are. And so that, that's my main problem with these, these organizations is they're making these policies for people that don't even know that, that, that who they are. Mm-hmm. You know, so when I went to SCAG, you know, I had a list of all the people that are on this board, but I never even heard of most of them before. And I'm like, wow, these people all have impact on my life. And I, you know, and, uh, if one of them, you know, votes incorrectly, which they pretty much all do, uh, I have no recourse to vote them out. So, like, the next town over right. or 50 miles away, you can't vote them out because you don't live in their city. So, uh, that, that's pretty much what SCAG is. Uh, I don't know how well I explained that because it's kind of a... You did very well. Um, that actually sounds like, um, because the Rockefeller Foundation was giving, of course, grants. I know... A- I know a couple of years ago, I don't know if they're still doing it, but the implementation of the grants for the sustainable cities was that they were getting people, you had to be a person of influence. In other words, you had to be either a mayor or sit on city council or something like that where you could make and choose uh, and implement things for the sustainable city or for the sustainable development, if you will, um, and have pull to be able to do that over the citizens, and they would get grants um, from Rockefeller Foundation on that. Now, I know that in the last eight months in in RockefellerFoundation.org, um, it's not as easy to find who receives those grants as it used to be. But that sounds a lot 
like what's really going on with SCAG because you have individuals who are, they may be elected officials, but they're not elected for your counties. And this is going on across our union. So this is why I wanted to bring you on, not just to help give you more exposure for for California, but also so people can realize what is it that, that we can do. But first they need to understand that there are these uh, these groups like SCAG. Uh, I know that I'm on the official site, and it says that SCAG was founded in October 28th of 1965 when local elected officials from 56 cities and five counties first convened to begin growth projections and regional planning for Southern California's future. So that in and of itself, it, it may not be illegal, but it was unlawful constitutionally. So I think this is just another uh, thing. It would be interesting to know how many, how much donations have come from Rockefeller Foundation for this. Now, for um, the COG, what is what is COG? So for people who don't have any idea, what what is COG? What does it stand for? So a COG is an abbreviation. It stands for Councils of Government. And uh, what I really want to stress to people is these things are everywhere. Uh, I, I'd be surprised if there was a city in the lower 48, or I should say, yeah, a city in the lower 48 that is not somehow involved with one of these. Mm-hmm. And uh, I, I've read that there's a, there's about 300 of them nationwide, so uh, they're, they're everywhere. And uh, in terms of the uh, the being legal, mm-hmm. uh, they they claim they are legal. Uh, they, it's called Joint Powers <laughs> Joint Powers Authority JPA, mm-hmm. and uh, this is another one of those legal things that I'm not too much of an expert on. But so I just I just got the the definition. But it says a JPA is an entity permitted under the laws of some U.S. states, whereby two or more public authorities, e.g., local governments or utility or transport districts, mm-hmm. not necessarily located in the same state may jointly exercise any power common to all of them. And I don't know how much sense that makes to a lot of people, but that's th- that's why they say this is legal. Mm-hmm. And uh, when I've argued with them about this, uh, I tell them, I say, there's no such thing as joint powers authority in the Constitution. Right. Well, and- legal and lawful are two different things. Uh, Mulberry versus um, uh, Madison, that a law repugnant to the Constitution is void and that the courts as well as other departments, are bound by that instrument. In declaring what shall be supreme law of the land, the Constitution itself is first mentioned, and not the laws of the United States generally. But those only which shall be made in pursuance of the Constitution have that rank. So, that's what I mean by it may be legal. Everything Hitler did was legal. It just wasn't lawful. Um, And that's what, you know, we wanted to... uh, what I meant by that when I was discussing that with you. So if you would like, go ahead and, and continue what you were saying. Well, I mean, you know, I, I, I'm i not really the expert when it comes to legal versus lawful, but, uh, you know, I, I just, I don't think they should be doing this. I mean, mm-hmm. uh, you know, when you, uh, we just had our elections uh, for my city uh, last November of, of 2015. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, there were six, there were six candidates that ran, 
And, uh, you know, not one of them put on their posters or on their uh, statements that, oh, yeah, I'm going to go sit on a regional board and I'm going to represent our city in a, in a big, giant, you know, monthly meeting. You know, none of them say that. Mm-hmm. So the fact that they don't tell us and then, uh, you know, and, th- and then when they go, you know, they do do that. It's like you're not allowed. You're only allowed to make policy for the city you're elected to. You're not allowed to make policy for other cities where people have absolutely zero recourse. Mm-hmm. And so uh, that that's where I really just, this, this just drives me crazy because, I mean, uh, you know, the way I, I, I try to get people to understand this, there's two ways. Number one, uh, SCAG, the one meeting that I did go to theirs, uh, it's called their regional council. And it was, uh, I, think, I think they have like 82 members. And uh, when I went, only 52 of them showed up. Mm-hmm. And uh, basically, and, and it's funny because, well, actually, I take it back. The, the regional council is one thing. That's what I went to. And then once a year, they have a meeting called the General Assembly where okay. all where all 191 meet. And, and it's all fluff. Like, it's not really anything important. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's, it's basically a big party they have every year out in the desert. Uh, you know, they, they, they spend all this taxpayer money. And uh, we, we actually taped it last year, and we saw what they voted on. And it was like stupid stuff. Like, it wasn't really anything that really had a lot of impact it was kind of just kind of a a ceremonial type thing but the point i want to make is the united nations when they have their major meeting with all the countries it's called the general assembly Mm -hmm. and skag also has what they call a general assembly and that's what these meetings are uh it's it's the way the un runs it you know it's it's one person from each city or in the un's case one one person from each country Mm -hmm. and they get together and they they decide on stuff right and uh, so that, that that's pretty much what they do. And it's all about control of everything. It doesn't matter whether it's land use, private property, water rights, mineral rights. Uh, it's every aspect of your life when you when you go back into Agenda 21, and, and that's if they don't consider you sprawl. If you're considered sprawl, well, then you have no life because they want to eradicate you. Um, and... That in and of itself is is pretty disgusting. I had pulled up, um, and and I don't know how much you know about this, but I had previously exposed and and did an article, and it was called "United Nations Meet to Disarm American Citizens While Population Is Focused on the ISIS Murderer." Well, what happened was when Orlando shooting was going on, UNODA was meeting in New York. June the 6th through the 10th. And the it's for the small arms and the disarmament of the American people. Why am I bringing this up? Because in their document that was uh, printed for June 10th, 2016, it's, it's called the 6th Biennial Meeting of States to Consider the Program of Action to Prevent, Combat, and Eradicate the Illicit Trade in Small Arms and Light Weapons in All Its Aspects. And... In that, number 23 through number 25 states this. States welcomed welcomed the adoption of the 2030 Agenda for Sustainable Development, including Sustainable Development Goal SDG 16. States acknowledged, in line with the 2030 Agenda, that sustainable development cannot be realized without peace and security and that peace and security will be at risk without sustainable development. Now, of course, you know that means to disarm the people. States noted that the illicit trade in 
small arms and light weapons has implications for the realization of several SDGs, or Sustainable Development Goals, including those related to peace, justice, and strong institutions, poverty reduction, economic growth, health, gender equality, and safe cities and communities. And we'll be back right after a word from our sponsors. This is the most transparent administration in history. You are tuned in to the Republic Broadcasting Network. Visit our website by going to republicbroadcasting.org. Are you still looking for that one iodine that you can really trust? A medical doctor-endorsed product that is backed by honest research and true integrative science. Then search no further. Go to NutraMedical.com for Dr. Bill Deagle's Nutriodine, proven time and time again to be the very best iodine available for you. Nutriodine is the only Tesla-activated monatomic plasma iodine in the world. It optimizes mitochondrial function and generation of new mitochondria from totally neutralized the venom from a desert recluse spider bite in Southern California to eliminating malaria parasites reported by medical missionaries in Central India. Dr. Bill's Nutriodine is simply the most powerful healing formula there is. Nutriodine clears the body of all known pathogens, restores it to an alkaline state, and even promotes stem cell regeneration. Order Dr. Bill's Nutriodine today at 888-212-8871 or visit us online at Nutramedical.com. Hi, my name is Chris. Since the 1970s, I have been actively making products available that support good health. What makes my juices flow is helping mankind get healthy. Today, I'm going to tell you about a product that will help your juices to flow. I am excited to recommend Dr. Miller's Holy Tea to you. Even if we are eating a clean diet, these impurities are entering our bodies. Holy Tea moves these poisons that are creating havoc with our health out of our bowels. It works on the whole digestive system. The five tasty herbs are combined to provide an amazing detoxifying and healing tea that will rid your body of the pollutants and soothe your digestive tract, and in some cases, help you lose weight. It is critical for our health to move all of the environmental toxins from our bodies. The holy tea can do that. As a hydrocolon therapist, remember, with every BM, you're supporting RBN. www.holytea.org 800-326-2001 It's absolutely heartbreaking. All over America, people are suffering from issues related to angina pain, high blood pressure, congestive heart failure, irregular heartbeat, clogged arteries, and high cholesterol. Can you live your life free from sickness, pain, and fear and experience your body healing itself? Look to Heart and Body Extract, an all-natural supplement that aids ailing bodies. It has an exclusive formula of wild-crafted and organic herbs. End the pain without all the side effects of prescription drugs. 
people 20 years younger will envy your vitality. Want a happier, healthier you? Then go to heartandbody.com or call toll-free 866-295-5305 for free information. Heart and Body Extract offers a lifetime guarantee with no price increase in over 14 years. What are you waiting for? Call Heart and Body now at 866-295-5305 for your free information. Go to heartandbody.com, 866-295-5305. Distributor inquiries welcome. You, your husband, your wife, your children, we all need food. And with dozens of food storage companies buying up airtime all over radio, it's hard for you to know which company you can actually trust. Hey folks, John Stepmiller here. We at RBN understand, which is why I personally searched out a storable food company and one with similar core values to us here at RBN and of course you, the listener. Well, I found such a company. I'd like to introduce you to Numana Food Storage. Numana Food Storage, highly nutritious, GMO-free, contains no aspartame, no high fructose corn syrup, has no chemical preservatives or soy, and Numana Food Storage has a 25-year shelf life. To back up my claims, we've made Numana Food Storage the exclusive food sponsor of RBN. Call 888-597-0775, 888-597-0775. Order online at NumanaRepublic.com. That's N-U-M-A-N-N-A, Republic.com. Food storage you'll love to eat. I'm a human holograph. I can see your sheepish laugh. Resurrect the Republic Dirty Uncle Sam Radio on RBN with Lori Anderson uh, hosting tonight. And, of course, Gary Galino, Grindall 61. He is a journalist and a UN Agenda 21 activist. And we were, before we went to break, I was discussing with him the small arms trade treaty because it all interconnects. But what I had uh, found... Gary was that they admit in in that document for the biannual meeting states to consider the program of action to prevent combat and eradicate the illicit trade in small arms and light weapons in all its aspects they admit that without eradicating the small arms and light weapons that they are not going to see the full implementation of their 2030 agenda or of their SDG uh, 16 and and the different um, aspects of it, which I found was was pretty interesting. So with that, when you go down, they've got a, a different document, and, and the United Nations holds so many different documents, it's insane. But the United Nations International Small Arms Control Standard under Section 6, it states national law shall prohibit civilians from acquiring, owning, or possessing light weapons, A, B is automatic small arms, and C, armor-piercing ammunition. Well, that covers just about everything. They're wanting to eradicate that Second Amendment so they can do this global agenda. Now, before we go any further, I want to say that that you had an amazing <clears throat> video that you put out there, uh, and I believe it was the Fontana City Council meeting. Is that correct? Correct. Um, why don't you set the stage and let the uh, people know about that, and then we'll play the video so you can hear this amazing video. Okay. Well, what happened was, uh, you know, one of the most important things to do is to read your newspaper, and I know the newspapers are pretty bad, but. Uh, they actually tell you a lot of what's going on, at least in your local area, especially if it's a local paper. 
So the local paper had an article about the people that were paid highest in the whole county mm-hmm. that worked for cities. So the highest paid city employees in the whole county and the highest paid employee in the entire county uh, was someone that we deal with quite a bit, which, you know, we weren't really that surprised. We knew he made a lot of money, mm-hmm. but uh, he was the city manager. And uh, for those of you who don't know, uh, as I talked about earlier, when I said about all the staffs that, that do everything, well, the city manager is the head of the staff. So the city manager basically runs the city. And, uh, you know, basically, uh, you know, some of the stuff that we, we, we're not going to be able to stop these people making the kind of money they do or getting their pensions and whatnot. But uh, it was more of a for fun thing, just just to take a jab at someone. Mm-hmm. And uh, so one of my colleagues uh, who lives there and who really is under their skin a lot, uh, she did her for five minutes in, in the public comment and mm-hmm. uh, basically uh, railed on the city manager and told everyone, uh, look how much money he's making. So that's pretty much what, what happened there. Oh, wow. Okay. And would you go ahead and, and play that video so that everybody can hear uh, this amazing video? I am not prepared tonight at all. <clears throat> I was at another meeting before this. Hi, Tracy Katz, told I just came from a meeting in Elmwood. It was very entertaining. I laughed a lot. I enjoy these meetings very much. Anyways, uh, couple, I'm not prepared at all, so, but I'll just go through some of the things I wanted to talk about. One is about Sunset on Sierra. Um, what, what do we have, five minutes? Okay. Um, Sunset on Sierra is uh, some idea records request, and, and this is a SCAG grant, like she talked about, Go Human. And, and um, the, the gist of this grant, which comes, it's top-down government, it's the United Nations agenda, is to get people out of their cars. Okay, to get you out of your cars, not to a bike or a bus or a train, anything but a car. Because um, the mentality behind it is that cars are destroying the planet. And if we don't get out of our cars, the earth will implode, which is ridiculous, but that's what they're giving us the grant. So, anyways, um, we made a lot of videos about this. We studied this topic a lot. Um, we have a YouTube channel. Grindall61 is the YouTube channel. If you want to educate yourself about this United Nations agenda, I have no reason to make this stuff up. We have studied this a lot. So I'm not happy about the fact that our city continues to take federal money uh, that comes with strings to do implement things that you know the residents of Fontana may, may or may not be excited about. I believe 36% of our tax revenue comes from the sale of cars and trucks. And so here we're doing this event that's trying to get everybody out of their cars, you know. So just something to think about. It says right here on the thing, on this little flyer you guys made up, with SCAG money. I'm sure they can print these, right? Not us. Anyway, so um, that's what I wanted to talk about as far as that goes. The other thing I wanted to talk about was... um, Oh, that's what it was. Mr. Hunt. He was on the front page of the paper. It's so exciting. Do you know that our city manager is the number one top paid person in the county of San Bernardino? Let's give him a round of applause. Hey, Mr. Hunt. He actually, look at this, his entire package, $453,000. 
And I am guessing he earned every penny of that money. And now, I did send you an email last a week, Mr. Hunt, and you didn't reply, but maybe you were on vacation. So I'm sure I'll get a response eventually. But anyways, I just thought everybody should know that, that we have the highest paid person in the entire county working for our city. And, you know, our city is growing exponentially. We have 211,000 people. So um, I guess he has a lot of work to do, and that's why we're compensating him so highly. So, anyways, that's all I wanted to talk about tonight. Thank you. She did a phenomenal, <laughs> phenomenal job at calling that out. And, you know, I I had to laugh with that because she did it, and she did it with class. And I don't know. I'm assuming that had to have gone viral. Did that go viral? Uh, no, not particularly. I mean, it, it got the typical view count that, uh, you know, my videos typically, uh, I didn't, I wouldn't say it went viral, but. Right. Okay. Well, you know, I want to get into a little bit of the, because that, you know, I've already brought up now the, the article that I did about the UNODA. They were meeting during, the, and, and miraculously, one of the things that I tend to do is when there is a quote-unquote mass shooting, the first thing I do is I look for UNODA or UNSATT to be having a meeting. Miraculously, most of the time it is happening. Um, so, But I want to let our listeners know that there is a document called Population Dynamics and Policy Implications. And this is at uh, unfpa.org. This is a UN um It has to do with UN Agenda 21, and this is what it says. Countries can influence future population growth both directly or indirectly through a variety of social, economic, and other policies. Direct policies, however, must be rights-based and gender-responsive. At their core, such policies must ensure the sexual and reproductive rights of women and men, eliminate child marriage, combat gender-based violence, and must meet any unmet demand for family planning. Complementing such policies, governments should promote quality education at all levels, support income security through the generation of productive and remunerative employment opportunities, opportunities and ensure that adequate social protection nets are in place. In all areas, it is essential that countries eliminate laws, practices, and policies that exacerbate inequalities and restrict access to essential services, including sexual and reproductive health services, and that countries take special measures to support the participation of women and young people in social, economic, and political life. As discussed above, one of the most critical detriments of the health and well-being of people, as well as the empowerment of women and gender equality, is sexual and reproductive health and rights. They include rights to access essential information and services on issues such as handling unwanted pregnancies, planning desired pregnancies, and giving birth safety. For young and adult sexually active people, they include the right to protect themselves from HIV and other sexually transmitted infections, which, of course, they're trying to make all of this sound really good at one point, you know. 
Then they say, for adolescent girls and young women, they include the right to avoid harmful practices and early enforced marriage and early pregnancies, which can end their schooling and personal development and limit their own and their children's prospects of breaking out of poverty. In short, sexual and reproductive health empowers individuals to make basic decisions about their body, health, sexuality, relationships, marriage, and childbearing. And people must be able to exercise these rights. Legal and enforcement measures must protect the exercise of these rights without any form of discrimination, coercion, or violence. So then, and I'm not going to read this whole thing. So then when you read down, the promotion is of abortion because this is population control of what they're wanting to do. Many people don't realize with you and Agenda 21, many people have never even seen the Wildlands Project map. Have you ever seen that map, Gary? Uh, Yes, I have. Yeah. Um, Do you notice those little black dots that are supposed to be where they're wanting people to only be? Um, Is only an amount of 10,000. You know, I'll be honest. uh, I've noticed that they keep changing the map. Yes, and uh, I, I'm not. A, I don't think I've seen a map with black on it before. Mm-hmm. But uh, I, I, I'm aware that the map, you know, has little concentrated areas where we're allowed to live, basically. Right, and and that's really what they're doing. And they're, they're regulating so harshly, all the way from California all the way down to the East Coast, to force people to move. They're hurting people in a certain direction using these policies that come all the way up from the international to the federal to the state to the local um implementations through the mayors and and the cities and stuff like that and it is just um it completely disgusts me and many people have not read about the eradication of sprawl but when you read about that and you do your research on it, and it goes all the way back to the Club of Rome and what this climate change deal is. No one's ever disputed climate change. They changed that name to climate change because global warming wasn't working anymore. So they had to say climate change. Well, climate has changed from the beginning of time. I mean, it is cooler in the morning than it is in the afternoon, and it is cooler in the evening than it is in the afternoon and people just don't seem to get it this is all about control over everybody and it's not just you know in california it's everywhere they're trying to implement it everywhere within the united states of america they're they're trying to implement it everywhere globally um have you found out in your area is is ickley uh involved with what's going on in your local area yeah uh there are cities that are tied up with Ickley and um none of the cities that we really go after are, are in Ickley. Mm-hmm. Uh that's kind of on purpose because uh there's just certain cities I just leave alone mm-hmm. because uh it, you're kind of just wasting your time. But uh the cities that I do see that are involved with Ickley, they're the worst cities that are around. Mm-hmm. And um like I, if you ever heard of Pasadena, California, where they have the Rose Bowl, that's an that's an Ickley city. I'm I'm, mm-hmm. almost, I'm I'm pretty sure they are. And uh, I would say outside of Los Angeles, that's the worst city you can be in is, is Pasadena. I mean, it's just, I mean, they got the whole bike thing going on. They you got to pay for parking everywhere you go. They got all the high rises going up. It's completely urbanized. Uh, it's a police state, and uh, basically, um, I know people that live there. 
And uh, they have this whole system of, of neighbors tattling on each other over really stupid things. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah. Yeah. And it's, not, it's actually a lot. I mean, it's like really ridiculous. I mean, it's over like, you know, uh, some neighborhoods will say, oh, we can't have a dog, you know, and they'll say, oh, they had a dog. Uh, you know, they, they, it's just it's really stupid. Right. They've so, been tricked into thinking that, that the law enforcement is their friend or whoever it is that they call is their friend to take care of the situation instead of um, going one-on-one and speaking with somebody about a, dis- a dispute or something. Is that yeah. what you're talking about? Well, I mean, uh, it, it's, just, it's just this whole idea of statism where, you know, uh, you got to just get the city involved with everything. So, like, uh, one example is uh, I, I know someone that, that, that they, they built a house in Pasadena, and the things that they told me they had to go through to get this house built, it's, it's just unbelievable. So... Uh, they live there now, and uh, every so often the fire department shows up to inspect uh, around the property to make sure that the the brush isn't you know a certain way you know so that fires won't you know be started. Which okay, I mean, you know, in a way I, I understand you know the purpose of that, but at the same time, uh, you know, if you're really worried about your house burning down while you're in it, I mean, I think you have a motivation to to keep that under control because it's it's about making sure there's not too much brush, which you could basically control on your own. Mm-hmm. Uh, a- another example, what was it? Um, uh, I just went, went blank right now. But either, either way, I mean, it's just a lot of that kind of stuff where they, they want to come in, they want to look at what you're doing, and uh, and it's just stuff that, that's very unnecessary. Oh, I, another one was, um, I had you know, when they were building the house itself, they were constantly being inspected. Like, and I and I know that that's part of building. There's building codes, and you you get you know you just got to deal. That's part of dealing with building. But uh, it's just it's I found it absurd because uh, they would say like, oh, your roof isn't up to code or this or that, or you know, they would just nitpick. Mm-hmm. And I'm thinking, well, you know, if you're gonna if you're gonna live somewhere. You know, I think you have an incentive to make it so the roof doesn't collapse on you while you're sleeping in the middle of the night. You right. Know, and I, I just, who, who in reality constitutionally gave them the authority to do any of that? Exactly. So, I mean, Ickley, uh, you know, it's it's in a few hundred cities around the country, which in reality means it's not really that common. Mm-hmm. So, uh, I mean, I'm aware of about four or five that are around here. Mm-hmm. But like I said, there's 191 cities in this Southern California region. And mm-hmm. uh, most of them aren't in Ickley. But the ones that are, they, they are really bad. And uh, I, I just avoid them because uh, once something like that gets in, uh, and that only gets in because of the mindset of the city. I mean, that means that city has that mindset and you're probably not going to change them, at least not right away. Right. And, uh, you know, there's a lot of time that gets put into doing a lot of this. And, uh, you know, because like, I, I, I don't know if you've ever heard, I mean, I don't, I don't know where you're at, but if you've ever heard of the city, a city called Claremont, Mm-hmm. Uh, they have the they're they're famous for having the Claremont colleges. There's like there's like five or six colleges like right in a row in that city. Mm-hmm. And I got invited a while back to go to one of their meetings. I just flat out said no. I said I'm not wasting my time over there because they're going to approve it. And the next day in the paper, it went five zero at the council. I was like, well, of course it did. Okay, well, give me just a moment. We've got to go to break and hang with us. And we hope that you will stay with us and listen to us after the sponsor. Homeowners, are you in foreclosure, expecting to be served with a foreclosure lawsuit, or suspect your lender has coerced you into an illegal mortgage transaction? 
A huge number of mortgages made in the last 10 years have legal issues and are possibly defective. State laws and the U.S. Supreme Court have upheld that defective mortgage documents are grounds for foreclosure defense and for counterclaims in favor of the homeowner. If your mortgage has been sold or assigned since closing the loan, it may be defective and you may be paying the wrong party and the lender may not have standing or the right to foreclose or collect payments under the law. If you would like to know if your mortgage is legal or not or know if you are paying the right party, we can help. Our initial consultations are free of charge. We are not attorneys. We are legal researchers and work closely with experienced lawyers who know how to help you find the evidence to help you keep your home. Call toll-free 1-855-2-KEEP-IT. That's 1-855-2-KEEP-IT today. Hey, I'll make you a deal. Give me 60 seconds and I'll give you directions to the Fountain of Youth. Okay, I'm joking. Well, we're kind of joking. No fountains, but youth, I got Nature's Youth and their premier anti-aging product, Nature's Youth RSF. With your sensible diet and exercise plan, Nature's Youth RSF can help you look and feel better. RSF is an all-natural amino acid supplement that supports your body to naturally increase HGH levels without any synthetic hormones. And elevated HGH levels can contribute to increased energy, improved libido, reduced body fat, and improved exercise capacity. Let's be honest, who doesn't want to look and feel younger? Visit the newly designed website at naturesyouth.com or call 800-333-6923. That's 800-333-6923 and like them on Facebook and you'll be included in contest and exclusive offers. What a deal. Oh, oh, speaking of deals, my time's about up. 800-333-6923 or naturesyouth.com. Who needs a fountain anyway? Call today. Extendivite. A seven-herb combination of garlic, cayenne, hawthorn, bilberry, ginkgo biloba, valerian, and milk thistle. Extendivite is designed to strengthen the heart and arteries and help the body heal itself. Doctors are not able to explain the improvements they are seeing in their patients' health who are taking Extendivite. People who once needed more pills are now taking less and getting better. Due to the unexplainable improvements in their patients' health, more doctors are calling to order Extendivite for themselves. Help Extendivite make your doctor a believer. Extendivite is available in capsule or liquid form for just $69.95 for a two-month supply. To get started, call 1-877-928-8822. That's 1-877-928-8822. Or visit heartdrop.com. Extend your life with Extendovite. Because your priest will tell you that life begins at conception. But a priest will also tell you it's okay to when you're only 12. With all the horrible, horrible sh** that your priest is pumping into your kid's head, his should be the least of your worries. A little bit of mouthwash and a few years of therapy will get rid of that. That will torture you for a lifetime. Just look at all of the degenerate entertainment they peddle into children who don't have the wherewithal to know what's better than nonsense. They're preying on the innocence with lunacy, drip drop, pish posh, poppycock buffoonery. The urgency is illustrated. Welcome back to Resurrected Republic, Dirty Uncle Sam Radio. And we have a wonderful guest, Gary Gelliano, and he is very well known for his journalism and his activism against UN Agenda 21. You can find him on YouTube at Grindall 61, G-R-I-N-D-A-L-L 61. If you want some great videos to share and helping to expose the corruption, please subscribe to his channel. Now, 
this is going to be a short break. So I'm going to bring up and discuss because we only because we only have four minutes before our next break, and then we're going to go into a longer um, section. But on August the 11th, 2016, um, Technocracy News and Trends, Technocracy, excuse me, UN pushed for fast-track ratification as signatories get cold feet on the Paris climate deal. So that's some good news. Um, the, the globalists are really getting shaken up, especially with the Brexit that happened. Other nations are calling for an exit out of, um, whether it be EU or away from the United Nations. The best thing we could do is get out of the United Nations because it is corrupt. It is nothing to do with ex- anything except for usurping power against, um, individual and sovereign nations. But this is what it said. The United Nations has issued a plea for nations to fast-track ratification of the Paris Climate Agreement as some countries are backtracking on support for the deal's sweeping restrictions on greenhouse gas emissions. UN Secretary General Ban Ki-moon urged nations to attend a special event Thursday where they may deposit their instruments of ratification, acceptance, approval, or accession to the Paris Agreement on Climate Change, unquote. I urge you to accelerate your country's domestic process for ratification of the agreement this year, unquote, Mr. Ban said in a statement. His push for rapid ratification comes amid the increasingly chilly reception for the agreement adopted by 195 parties to the United Nations Framework Convention on Climate Change in Paris by nations concerned about the impact of the carbon restrictions. This always makes me laugh. I don't know about you, Gary, but apparently um, the individuals who think CO2 is a poison and is killing the planet, apparently they forgot that CO2 feeds our plants, which creates oxygen for us to breathe. Yet Bill Gates puts out there that uh, he wants CO2 down to zero. Uh, do you find that amusing, or is it just flat-out frustrating for you? Yeah, no, it's ridiculous. Uh, well, what you just read, basically, is uh, I, I think a lot of these countries know it's a scam, mm-hmm. and, and I think they, they sign on to these these programs because, uh, you know, they, they're being, their arms are twisted. But uh, the reality is, is uh, you know, doing these kind of things to reduce your emissions, it, it destroys your economy. Right. And uh, these other countries are starting to realize that, and that's why they're. I think that's why they're backing out. All right, everybody, stay tuned. Right after this break, after a word from our sponsors, we'll dig deeper into this. Uh, uh, photo ops. Photo ops. 
your husband, your wife, your children, we all need food. And with dozens of food storage companies buying up airtime all over radio, it's hard for you to know which company you can actually trust. Hey folks, John Stattmiller here. We at RBN understand, which is why I personally searched out a storable food company and one with similar core values to us here at RBN and of course you, the listener. Well, I found such a company. I'd like to introduce you to Numana Food Storage. Numana Food Storage, highly nutritious, GMO-free, contains no aspartame, no high fructose corn syrup, has no chemical preservatives or soy, and Numana Food Storage has a 25-year shelf life. To back up my claims, we've made Numana Food Storage the exclusive food sponsor of RBN. Call 888-597-0775, 888-597-0775. Order online at NumanaRepublic.com. That's N-U-M-A-N. NNARepublic.com. Food storage you'll love to eat. This is RBN, the Republic Broadcasting Network.